Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, Pablo, thank you for your time, and uh, congrats on the big win tonight. Thank you. Um, obviously, there's a, a long break in the middle of this game, which is something that's not extremely common. Um, and a lot of the time, you know, players end up kind of having some time to, to think about things, how the game's gone in the first little bit. Um, and the team actually came out and played very well um, for the rest of the game, especially defensively. Um, do you kind of feel that the weather and that stoppage time increased the team's determination and mentality in this game? And also, did that have did the weather kind of have anything to do with some of the substitutions you made near the end of the game that seemed to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, kind of more defensive? Um, yeah, so I think, you know, that, that that break, you know, we took a look at some of the things that they were doing. We had time, so so we we let the players kind of, recover a bit. And then we showed a couple of clips defensively in ways that we can really get after the ball a little differently than we were. I, I thought we started the game a bit more passive and, and we were, when we were passive, they, they were finding combinations through us in between the lines. I felt like, uh, you know, showing those clips, talking about it, um, help paint a better picture as to how we could do it and, and be more effective in our press. And I think the guys up front, you know, Miriam, Bobby, uh, Chang, Sergio, um, and even Jasper, when he went and did a good job of getting pressure on the ball, making it predictable, and winning the ball in some good spots. Um, and, and yeah, I think you know, again, uh, our, our bench is a bit thin at the moment. Um, and so, thinking about you know, ten minutes left in the game, how how do we want it to look? Um, what you know, um, what are we trying to achieve? We're, we're obviously trying to keep the game. Uh, in front of us, and we want to keep putting pressure on the ball. Jasper's a guy that plays in the midfield, played as a 10 in, in college, um, and, you know, was, has one of the highest uh, outputs in training every day. So that was the option uh, with, with, with Jasper, and obviously Sergio is um, a player that uh, is still, you know, gaining his fitness. I'd like to give him um, some more minutes here coming up in the next few weeks. Um, but, again, really dynamic and, and really provided a great spark in, on the attacking uh, third of the field. And that's another thing I kind of want. Oh, sorry. Am I okay to ask another question? Yeah, just real quickly. Um, you, you talked about the substitutes kind of being able to hit on the bench, but guys like Sergio Cordova came in and really provided a big spark off the bench. Um, can I just talk how proud are you of the guys that came off the bench and fought in this one to, uh, to hold the win? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, piggybacking off of what we did last year, the guys that came onto the field at times had a greater impact on the result of the game. And so when we talk about team, we talk about um, the importance of, of the players that aren't starting and, and at times more important than the guys that are starting. I think a lot of times in sport, it's always, you always think that, you know, the most important guys are the guys that start. And I would like to think about it in reverse at times, you know, it's the guys that come in and do a job. And I think Everton, Jasper, Sergio um, came in and did a fantastic job. And, and I think that's what you need. You need a team. You need, you need guys that are willing to come in, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes and, and, and graph for the group. And, uh, um, I couldn't be more proud of, uh, of the guys that came in. All right, Tom, your line is open. Good day, Pablo. <clears throat> Pardon me. I think this is the first time under your guidance that 
Real Salt Lake has played without a 10, the 3-4-3 shape. And it looked like Andrew Brody and Bobby Wood, too, in particular, really flourished um, with the added space of not having that, that kind of central attacking player there. Is that Was the 3-4-3 specific to Seattle, um, or was it more just because of how depleted the roster is? And will we see it more moving forward given this performance? Um, a, a lot of it had to do with, uh, you know, we, I don't think we have, I think Dami's our, our 10, um, and he's more, you know, he's, he helps him link up and then obviously gets in the box and he's dangerous, you know, in the 18. Um, but as far as a, a, a true 10, you know, I, I don't think we have that. Um, so the three, four, three lends itself to, to the players that we currently, um, have. And I, I think too, it's, it's not only an opportunity for tonight, um, but we've, you know, we worked on it in Portland. We, 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 we did a little bit of it depending on where Dami was in, in Houston, but tonight it was obviously, um, you know, with three attackers up front. And, um, you know, I think what you saw, I, I think is accurate. I think entry balls into our, into our nine um, because of the space available, there was no 10 in there. Um, and I think we can get crisper with that, um, but it's definitely a way to get, you know, you know, it's when we get these balls into our nine and they're set, now we have the whole field available to us. And, and then when you have Brody and Tate really bombing forward, it, it creates a lot of, a lot of options now, not necessarily in the wide areas, but in the half spaces to like Chang and, and, and Miriam. Um, so it's a nice little setup. Um, and uh, again, I think the guys executed really well tonight and uh, we'll look forward to, to building on it. Um, and then has, has Pablo Ruiz been scheduled for shooting practice this week yet? <laughs> You know, we got to get him in front of, in front of goal a little bit more in training. But you know what? I'm really proud of Pablo that that I see a big change from last year, and and something that I've been harping on with him and the rest of the guys too is in transition when we have space, we have to drive with the ball. And I think tonight he created two or three chances just from his ability to drive with the ball. He's got great technique. He's got really good speed, um, and it really unsettles the defense. And so I, I'm I'm really proud of his performance tonight.